Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. Well, guys, wow, great season. So grateful for you guys sticking with me on this one because this was a bossy season. I felt like a mama bear every single week telling y'all, hey, don't dabble in your sin and love people well and read your Bibles. You know, I felt like a mama. I was just sitting here mama in you all the whole season long. But I also just felt like that's what was needed right now. We're coming out of COVID and there's work to be done for the kingdom of God and in our own lives with our people. So I hope this weirdly encouraged you that you felt a little kick in the booty, but you also felt excited and passionate about the way that God's called us to live because it is the best way to live. So I want to send a big thank you to those people that made this season possible. We had some incredible guests. I'm going to give you some sound bites from that because it was awesome. And I hope you are encouraged by all of this. Guys, do not miss being part of this community. And the best way to do that is with our email list. We are emailing you guys every week, great content and free resources and things like If Gathering and also just what's going on in my life personally with my kids and everything. So go there. Also, Instagram, that's our main place of connection. In fact, we are constantly getting messages from you guys there. I can't read them all, but I certainly have read a lot of them and and try to respond every day to a couple of you. So go there, go to Instagram. It's J-E-N-N-I-E-S as in Sam, Allen, A-L-L-E-N. So go there, check that out and let me know you're a listener. It is so helpful for me to see your tens of thousands of faces in my inbox because I know you're real and listening and out there. It is weird how many of you listen every week. Wish we could just have a big old fat party and meet each other. Maybe we do that. Chloe. We should we should do that. Yeah, Jenny, we do love our Made for This family. And at the end of every season, you guys know that we love to do a recap of all that we heard. And I'm not going to lie, these finales always make me tear up a little bit. So here we go. Here are just a few minutes of the top moments of this season. And we cannot wait to see you guys for another season of the Made for This podcast. And when I think about somebody who's addicted to pornography, they're, they're flatlined on the table, they're dying, they need CPR. So if you remember that CPR, they need to confess and bring it to the light. James 5.16 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other for the prayers of a righteous person are powerful and effective. The enemy is going to eat our lunch in the darkness. You have to bring it to the light and confess it to someone who loves Jesus who's going to help you. The second thing I would say to do is pray. And that's not a one-time prayer. You have to help me, God. You have to help me control my thoughts, turn my thoughts, replace this with, with healthy activity. And the R is remove access. How am I accessing porn? And I, cause I want to remove that from my life. I've heard someone say, I know no greater way to overcome sin than to find a superior satisfaction in Jesus. Everyone who's listening to this should have a, a mature follower of Jesus who's investing in them. And I think as you replace that unhealthy activity with a healthy habit of pursuing Christ, then you will truly find freedom. 
This is not a demanding passage, although it has command language to it. He says, set your mind on the spirit. It is the person of God. It isn't just good things or religious things or Christian things. It's God himself. You set your mind on him and life and kindness and goodness and general self-control. Those things are going to start growing out of your life. You're not even going to have to force them. You're not going to have to will them. Life and peace is going to flow up in you and out of you, John says. This is how he works. I would read the Word of God differently because of Jesus' small. And I believe our small and even just like how things have been stripped away is gloriously familiar to him. And so I think it's, you know, just that bullseye, next outer ring from the bullseye isn't our capacity, it's the community of the beloved. And so I believe just that, that God has called us to live out from him and then into the community of the beloved. And then I believe we're supposed to take them with us into our capacity as the beloved. And that can look like you just meeting one-on-one today with someone that God's brought into the general vicinity of you and encouraging people around you, inviting them into your familiar with God, being okay that it's different. And even for us being okay, that it's really small. Right now, our generation needs fathers and they need mothers and they need spiritual moms and dads to come in and to disciple and to give us decades of wisdom that we could get in seconds just by spending time and we need discipleship really bad. This generation is on fire for Jesus. Like they are burning for Jesus, like some of the strongest people I know. But I truly do believe our generation must recognize that the reason we are burning so brightly and and so on fire is because I believe it's fruit of the older generation's prayers. I cannot do hardly any of the things I've done without the wisdom and the counsel from elders in my life. We need y'all's prayers. We need your support. We totally need even practical things, resources, connections, things like that. Also helping the younger generation along, but knowing the moment to let them go and let them fly and let them run, but being there and sticking with them. We've been praying for revival, almost like God send something from heaven. God's like, well, I did. I sent my son. He died on the cross. He redeemed all of humanity. He rose from the dead. And then I sent my spirit. I've already sent the revival from heaven. Now I need through you to flow rivers of living water. I think we clogged up how much of the Spirit could flow through us, through our own sin, our own iniquity, our own mixed motives, our own flaws. And I think the more that we allow God to do a deeper work in us, the more the Holy Spirit will flow through us. So that means every entrepreneur, every professional woman, every stay-at-home mother, every single woman, whatever our sphere is, you are a leader because you follow Jesus. So because you follow Jesus, our primary goal is to lead people to Jesus. So whether you've given yourself that label or not is almost incidental. As followers of Christ, the sooner we all recognize we're all leaders because our job is to lead people to Jesus, then the more we ought to allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in us, so the rivers of living water, that's where, wherever we turn up, this is, I'm hoping as we get out of this COVID season, the world will understand, guess what? Revival has turned up because I've turned up and out of me will flow rivers of living water and bring change into the world.
I think our circumstances can never be the have the final say on what we believe about God because God himself has revealed himself. And so that's there's a level of trust there where we have to say, what does God say about himself? But not only that, what does God say that he's going to do? God has promised that he's going to restore this world. God has promised that all things will work together for the good of those who love God and are, are called according to his purpose. God has promised that our trials are doing something good in us. And so I even think that that's really one odd but hopeful way to look at it, that even the bad things, God is so sovereign over them that they'll work out for my good. But not only that, God was not distant from our suffering as if he was some God that could not hear and could not see and could not come down like the idols. Just like with Exodus, God saw his people in suffering and he came down to do something about it, sending Moses. God saw our suffering, saw our sin, saw our rebellion, and he did not ignore it, nor was he apathetic towards it, but he came down himself in the person of Jesus Christ and lived and suffered too. God, I want to believe it like Paul. I want to be so close to you, like I'm just estranged from you in some way. And while I want to experience and I want you to manifest, uh, I know there's something that's still greater and I want more. And I think when that is truly there, then the words that come out, you know, like Elijah on Mount Carmel, mm. he just had to say a few words. Mm. And then there was a power that accompanied it. I just think there's more for me to experience, but it won't happen until I stop talking so much, stop striving, sit in more silence in the presence of God and just stare at him and really mean hallowed mm. be thy name with the core of my being this mm. is all i want i don't ever want to be a plan b prayer i mean I, I am a planner so a lot of times i would pray and then i would make a plan b which is not not the way to be by the way in the meantime like i have realized that i am that prayer so when i pray now i just truly trust that whatever is coming is the very best thing for me whether it may feel like that or not because I don't know what the big picture is. Like, I don't know what's coming down. I don't know what's barreling behind me. I don't know what's barreling before me. It's just kind of a desperation. Like, I'm so desperate for Jesus on this earth. And selfishly, it, a lot of it's for myself and my family, you know? Like, I know there are a lot of world problems out there. I told God, I said, right. I have mental capacity for one. One right now, so you take care of all that. And I'll, yeah. I'll focus and pray on this one. What are the words that you're using in your community, with your household, with your children, in your job? And I think that people have started to realize, wow, what I am saying, the ministry I have right where I am, it actually does matter. It actually does mean something. That there's not this like table that you're waiting to be invited to so then you can be a part of ministry. But actually, God's like, I. the table is set. You're, you're here. You're a child of mine. You're invited. You're at the table. Now let's do something with it. And so I think a lot of women are kind of waking up to going, hey, that is really, really, really important to me. And the second thing I see is this whole idea of blooming where you're planted. You can actually do exactly what God wants you to do where you are, that your ability to succeed, and we all want success, and we all want to be um, faithful in life, that your ability to do that is not determined by the number of people that you influence, 
but it's just determined by how well you steward the influence that you've been given. That's been one of my favorite things to hear is people waking up to the fact that they are an influencer right where they are. If we don't have some theological convictions, we potentially read it not only misunderstanding it, but horribly misapplying it in ways where people don't know that when Jesus said, if your eye offends you, pluck it out, he didn't actually mean you should do that. Yeah, theology is words about God. If it's faith-seeking understanding, it's not possible to be a Christian and not be a theologian. It's not possible to live in God's world. Atheists are theologians. If theology is the study of God, then it's a bit arrogant and obnoxious to say to an atheist, you're a theologian. But if theology is words about God, the atheist who says, I don't believe there's enough evidence to believe in God, those are theological words. That's a theological position. I'd like us to demystify, de-intensify the, uh, theology and help people understand what it actually is. Every time I sit down with the word, I'm not just reading the scripture, I'm letting it read me. I'm letting God sort of examine my own heart. You know, you think about the prayer of the psalmist, search me, O God, know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. I think that's what scripture does to us when we sit down to it. And that also could be part of the resistance, is that sometimes we don't want to be searched. We mm. don't want God to examine us. But the thing that's so beautiful about that, the reason why we can lean toward that invitation is that God's ways are life. And mm -hmm. if He's going to reveal something in our hearts that is sin, what that really means is that's death. And you actually don't want it anyways. You'd much rather have God say, you know what? You're eating out of the garbage bin. <laughs> here's some, here's like, I've got so much more for you. Thank you guys so much for being part of this community. We do not take it for granted that so many of you show up week after week. If this is blessing you, we would love for you to go help this podcast be found by other people. And the way you can do that, first subscribe so that you actually get all of the episodes. You don't miss anything. It shows up right on your phone or on your device and you know when we have a new episode. And then also rate and review. Your rates and reviews help the charts and that helps people find the podcast. So that's why we care about that. And let's be real, it's really fun to read your stories. Sometimes it feels a little bit like we are just throwing all these words out into thin air. And then we go read your reviews and they're so thoughtful and kind and it means so much to us. Chloe and I will text each other, you know, just to encourage each other. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting this podcast. Mm -hmm.